Well, it tried. It tried to be miserable yesterday afternoon for the trick-or-treaters, and it, I think it was just miserable enough to maybe get some people, uh, let's just go to the mall, or let's, you know, uh, let's just go to a stick in the neighborhood sort of thing. Five kids. <coughs> you had five kids? Five kids. Two groups, three, and then two. That was it. So you and Loren have a lot of candy left over. I was busy working on my uh, elaborate sim rig in the basement, and I just kind of left her upstairs. I came up, she's passed it on the couch with a mountain of wrappers. <laughs> I mean, a mountain. I was like, oh, you're poor Tommy. Yeah, well, I got home yesterday and managed to find one of my three tubs of Halloween decorations. We just moved, so uh, I've decorated for part of the afternoon. Then my buddy came over and helped me with the hot tub to uh, hook that up and then handed out candy to the kids until about uh, 5 to 9, and then that was it. Was it a banner year in uh, the new the new household for District 1? Was it a busy street? Well, here's the thing. The previous owner... Of the house that we're in now. Yes. Is a dentist. A dentite. Right. Yeah. So I posted on my Instagram story that, you know, it's a couple of my Halloween decorations sort of thing. And she sent me a message saying, oh, good. You got Halloween going at the house. Uh, we never did Halloween. She, she said if she handed out candy, then people would accuse her of trying to drum up new business. Oh, Lord Tundra. If she handed out toothbrushes, people would accuse her of being like uh, Debbie Downer. So, like, what, what are you trying to do? Bring the kids down? And, 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 you know. So she was one of the 18% that turned the lights off and pretended she wasn't home. Well, they, no, they would just leave. They would go out. <laughs> And and just you know yeah. th the house would be dark would, would be dark so and then uh, they tried another thing to uh, give uh, like they handed out play doh and then people would say well that's not very Halloween so oh. she so they just said okay fine f you all of that yeah. yeah yeah you don't like candy you think I'm drumming up is anyway I th I thought it was uh, so she took it upon herself instead of. Uh, I mean, geez, she was trying. It wasn't like she was, like, handing out slaps. That's right. You know? Oh, hey. Hey, little buddy. Right there you go. Happy Halloween. Well, I'm not a dentist, so candy it was. Just... We always loved... My parents always sent me to the one... We had a, an orthodontist on our route of trick-or-treating, the big house in the, in the cul-de-sac there, and he handed out... Full size good good toothbrushes, right? Mm -hmm. So that was the only request from my parents. Make sure you go there. Get a couple. Save us some money. <laughs> Cheap ass. <laughs> Dent well, I, hey, you know what? If a dentist was handing out raisins, then I could raisins are one of the worst things for your teeth. Raisins? Mm-hmm. Really? Huge amount of sugar and they get stuck in your teeth and stay oh, there yeah. hard to get out. Yes, so. Yeah. But they made a real cool whistle out of the box when you were done with it. Are you you're right? Yeah, right? The raisin box whistle, the sunripe whistle. Was the only reason to eat the raisins. Piss off the teacher. No, I'm kidding. Uh, your weather here today looks like uh, four degrees, uh, mix of sun and cloud, same sort of thing as yesterday. Uh, chance of rain overnight. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, the odd sunny break, high of six degrees. Uh, slight chance of some rain or a rain snow mix on Sunday and a high of plus one. <laughs> K97 traffic. It's pretty quiet right now. No problems to report. Actually, it's a nice drive in for November 1st. No snow, no problems. Just pin it to win it. 780-451-8097. What? Pin it to win it. Put on your figure skates and drive like hell. <laughs> Protect yourself. <laughs> 
Sweet Lou, you'll say as you triple, triple sow cow through the Anthony Hyundai. Yeah. Protect yourself and your family this flu season with Safeway and Sobeys. Visit our in-store pharmacy and get the flu shot with our pharmacist today at Safeway and Sobeys. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipio on Classic Rock K97. See the story about the guy in uh, Saskatoon went in there and he's uh, he's got his uh, lottery tickets. Has, hands them over to the clerk to check them. Uh, the first one she checks wins $10. Oh, good for this guy. You know, the little thing lights up and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, she hands him the... Uh, or, or he hands her the second one, and she goes, oh, I'm not going to be able to pay you for this one. Why? Uh, he won a million dollars. Oh, get out! But it was the free ticket that he had won from a previous ticket. Why has this never happened to us? It can happen. That's the thing. When you win a free ticket, you think, oh, I got a free ticket. It's another chance to play. Ah, free tickets never win anything. Well... There's a perfect example. This guy uh, wins a million dollars on on one of those free tickets. Yeah, I, I'll uh, add the uh, extra, please. Good for him. <clears throat> yeah. I've got a lottery story and things you need to know. Oh, we'll get you? to that later. Okay. Good what deal. do we got for, uh, we're doing group buying agreement right now. Yeah, we've got Maureen, Brent, and James already on it. 780-451-8097. Uh, if you've never been on our group buying agreement before, let's see if we can find some never-evers. Bring a couple of... Uh, Good mojo, or bring some good mojo to the ticket. Good mojo numbers. <clears throat> All right, let's do that. Uh, find out of who is uh, who's this? What's your name? It's Susan. Hey, Susan. Susan. What number do you want on our group buying agreement? I would like eighteen, please. Eighteen works. Okay, hang on a second. Don't hang up. I need to get your vitals. Hello. Good morning. What's your name? It's Gerald. Gerald. Yeah. Gerald with a J or a G? A G. All right. Soft Q. Uh, okay, Gerald, what number do you want? 33. 33 was picked by Maureen oh, already. 22. 22 works. All right, Gerald, hang on the line a second here. Don't hang up. Hello, good morning. What's your name? I don't want you on my ticket either. Get out of here. How rude. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hello, good morning. Who is this? Sean. Sean. Uh, S-H-A-W-N. All right, Sean. What uh, what number do you want on our group buying agreement here? I have to go with 11. Uh, okay, 11 it is. The sticks. That no, will... that's sevens. That's sevens. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, you're in, Sean. All right. There you go. Sean, Gerald, Susan, James, Brent, Maureen. Uh, if we win, because it's $10 million tonight, it's one point two five per person. I had to do it. I had to finish my sim rig. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock K97. Alrighty then. You are looking at a mix of sun and cloud today in a high of 4 degrees. 6 degrees tomorrow. Sunday is the wrench. Uh, I have only one on Sunday and a chance of a rain-snow mix. There is, a, I guess, a slight chance of some rain overnight tonight. Uh, minus two to start your day off here this morning. Uh, Klondike Insurance understands where you live and what you drive. They're locally owned and always available to discuss your insurance needs. 780-439-0715. Visit klondikeinsurance.com. The Keystone Pipeline shut down after spilling over 1 million liters of oil in North Dakota. The initial estimate makes it the biggest onshore crude spills in the past decade and the largest for Keystone. 
is how the media reported it. But if you actually dig into that, it's uh, rationally, it's about 9,000 barrels. So half of one Olympic swimming pool. And if that's the biggest to date, then maybe we should highlight how safe pipelines really are. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that that's not a big spill. Just being a supporter of Canada's energy sector, you're just saying? Go pipelines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Premier Jason Kedde heading down to Mexico City tomorrow. Arriba. Mexico is beautiful this time of the year. Uh, Dia de Muertos. Uh, so uh, all kinds of uh, amazing stuff happening in Mexico. It's a beautiful time to go. So he's heading down there hoping that uh, he will uh, be able to drum up some business growth and job creation here in Alberta. Says he can't... Uh, uh, huh? Okay, I'm, I'm listening. I'm just confused a little, but go ahead. <laughs> What's confusing? He was he wants to drum up business growth and job creation in Alberta. Says he wants to make it clear that Alberta is open for business. Shame about that whole in Canada thing that happened yesterday. <laughs> but Alberta is open for business. Canada's energy sector not very welcoming to international investment, but. Hey, we're open. Mm -hmm. He's also going to speak at the Trilateral Commission's North America Summit meeting in Mexico City. So Sounds like he's just on vacation <laughs> trying to add himself somewhere. Oh, well, well, this is its business. It, well, remember last week the budget came down yeah. and uh, Mayor Don Iveson had to cancel his trip to Holland. I felt horrible. It wasn't clear if that was a business or vacation trip or a combination of the two, Yeah, but he canceled his trip to Holland. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kenney, I'm going to Mexico City. Three-star Cancun. Mm -hmm. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Going to senior frogs. 63-year-old Calgary man has become the province's newest multimillionaire after winning the largest Lotto Max jackpot Alberta has ever seen. He won $63 million. Nice. And he's another one that sat very quietly about it. Won it back on October 4th. Finally stepped forward to claim it. He didn't wait the full time like that other guy did. You know, uh, he, he waited a oh, month. Yeah, yeah. Nine months or yeah. ten months. Uh, or... You know, we'll just wait this out and see what happens. So anyway, this guy waited a month and then went and finally cashed it in. And the news reporters, everybody was excited. They're all there. And they're like, what are you going to do with all that money? And he had the worst answer. Oh, I don't know. Probably just put it in the bank. He had a month to think about this. He had a month. Didn't do anything. I mean, I think everybody here was hoping more for a fun answer like this one. You, if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay, Absolutely. That's not good. There you go. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, Edmonton International Airport entered into an agreement with Drone Delivery Canada that may, be, uh, may make it the world's first regularly scheduled drone delivery service from an airport. I always thought that drones and airports, com uh, the combination was kind of dangerous, but uh, they're, they're working on this. The Sparrow is the company's smallest drone model, capable of flying a few kilometers at a time. It can carry up to 4.5 kilograms. I guess they're going to start off with just uh, deliveries around the airport at first. <laughs> then so. the service is supposed to start next year, and it'll carry goods to customers in the prairies and across the north. They uh, say that they've got the Falcon, which can carry 22 kilograms of cargo, fly 60 kilometers. The Condor can carry, carry 181 kilograms of payload and travel 200 kilometers. So no way. All your sim stuff could be coming by drone from the airport next year. Huh. I was thinking more about getting drunk and white and taking a fly home. <laughs> Get my own Falcon. Drone Uber? Yeah. Falcon, <laughs> fly me home. <laughs> 
falcon picking Pete up by the its talons and just dragging him. That'd be fun. Take a pocket beer on the way. Hey, everybody. You would end up dropping it somewhere on White Avenue. Me or the bird? Actually, I never thought of the bird dropping you. <laughs> guess it who? I guess it depends on who's in charge of the the toggles. The control. Okay. The all new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here are some things you don't need to know. Pamela Anderson uh, wiggles her way into the news from, or I should say, jiggles her way into the news from time to time. Mm -hmm. I remember she called for the end of check wagon races back when Stampede was on. So she's behind that. And then uh, during the federal election, she was campaigning for the Greens in East Vancouver and serving up uh, vegan meals to people to help them register to vote. Well, now she's come up with the solution. She, she figures this is going to fix everything. Mm. She's written a letter to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. She can write? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's written a letter to okay. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau suggesting that they take meat and milk off prison menus for the inmates. There's some 40,000 inmates across the country, and she figures it's time for them to be out of the whole meat and dairy thing and into the lentils and pasta and rice and beans and that sort of thing. And she figures it could save all kinds of money for the federal government. Well, she might be onto something, Terry. She might be, this could be a power move in disguise. Now, I don't think she intended on doing this, but imagine knowing the consequences of your actions means you have to go to jail and become a vegan. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a crime deterrent. Scared straight right there. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised she fit all of this in a, in a letter with crayon. Yeah. Then again. Prime Minister Trudeau, they like to communicate in crayons. Yeah, that's true. The uh, the thing is that she introduced this to uh, the prison system in Maricopa County down in uh, in uh, Arizona. And they listened to her? Yeah. Uh, I guess they saved like $273,000, so they figure it's even going to be more that they can save here in Canada. So maybe there is some validity to this story. Maybe she has done her homework on this, and maybe it's something that could possibly be looked at. But uh, I, think, uh, I think you've probably hit the nail right on the head. Okay. You can stay out of jail and eat. Eat good old Alberta beef, uh -huh. or you can go to jail and become vegan and not even have enough strength to sure would prevent breakouts to, to ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Want to climb over the wall? I'm a little tired, Terry. This is the all new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. It's showtime, everybody! Showtime! He's looking at you, kid. He's slimy. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Todd James Movie Biz. You can catch him with a Minute of Movies on Global News at 5 and Weekend Edition. And he's here every Friday morning at this time to talk. Uh, by the way, kudos to your Halloween costume, Jabby James, yesterday. Ja Jabbin. That's Jabbin, oh, not Jabby. Jabbin. Oh, I, I thought it was yeah, Jabby. I thought it was Jabby, too. I knew I should have put an eye in there. But yeah, Jabbin James. Jabin he really James. went all out. Todd was uh, dressed as a, uh, as a prize fighter who uh, was, well, he didn't win. <laughs> Speaking of boxing, Raging Bull was on Netflix. 
Sparks. Isn't that something? What a transition. Yeah. I just yeah. thought of that just now. All right. And that's all I got. <laughs> really? Well, you're not going to talk about the Terminator or whatever it is? Yes. Well, 35 years since, uh, well, James Cameron's uh, career started with this, and mm-hmm. he returns to uh, the Terminator franchise as a producer, and he has a script that pretty much tosses aside all those other sequels. They suck. So let's be honest yeah. about it. So we move on from those. This is direct follow-up to the Oscar-winning Terminator 2 Judgment Day, but Terminator Dark Fate moves on quickly from that. They take this into a whole new direction with a trio of women led by the return, of course, Sarah Linda Connor. Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Right. My name is Sarah Connor. August 29, 1997. It was supposed to be Judgment Day, but I changed the future. Saved three billion lives. Enough of a resume for you. No, you may have changed the future, but you didn't change our fate. Canadian actress Mackenzie Davis is Grace, an augmented human from the future on a mission to save the life of Danny, played by Natalia Reyes. Danny's the key to the survival of humans, with a Terminator played by Gabriel Luna in pursuit. I know you're scared, but I'm here to protect you. I've never seen one like you before. Almost human. I am human. And if this all sounds familiar, well, it's it's kind of the same story. It seems know? like it. Sarah much, Connor yeah. and, and her son, John Connor. And yeah. He it's was very, very similar. So okay. what? I still want to see it. Uh, oh, of course. Uh, you know, the new characters, they, well, they fall flat, really, against Linda Hamilton's gritty Terminator Hunter. And when Sarah Connor comes face to face with a Terminator sent to kill her son, oh, sparks fly. I can see you're very upset. <laughs> I'm going to help you protect the girl. Yeah, Ar- Arnold's Terminator <laughs> is now a domesticated drapery maker named Carl. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> and and he has a family. He's blended quite nicely in with the humans. Uh, and he provides a little bit of comic relief, but also a lot of action, too, because he joins forces with them. The action escalates. The special effects, I gotta say. You remember when the special effects of uh, Terminator yeah. were so groundbreaking? Yeah. Not so much groundbreaking. Hmm. And, and I think the same thing could be said for Terminator Dark Fate. Not really groundbreaking. You know, it's great to have Sarah Connor back. It's right. great to have Linda Hamilton and Schwarzenegger together. Yeah. There's some great moments, some great set pieces, but it's just kind of average. And the popcorn? Three. Colonel's a popcorn out of five. Okay. I, I feel you held back a little on that. You mean I gave it more or I, I think gave you, it I think you should too little. Too little. Too little. Well, you be the judge. You go and you... you. I stand by my three colonels. Okay. And getting back to Netflix, Martin Scorsese, of course, Raging Bull, we mm-hmm. mentioned, and also The Irishman is coming oh, soon to Netflix. Right, yeah. It's in limited release in theaters. It will be on Netflix no matter what on November 27th. And that's the one with De Niro and Pacino and right. Pesci and all of that. Back then, there was no Nobody in this country who didn't know who Jimmy Hoffa was. You always charge a guy with a gun. With a knife, you run away. So you charge with a gun. What a knife you're running. Yeah, you got the soundtrack from Robbie Robertson as well, The Irishman from Martin Scorsese, playing at the Metro Cinema downtown before it heads to Netflix on November 27th. That's all I got. Jabin James with Minute of the Movies on Global News at 5 and Weekend Edition and every Friday morning on the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock.
Is this the K97 secret Halloween house? Be interesting to find out if we had uh, some people with a $100 bill dropped into their candy bucket last night. So we had one winner out of the West Edmonton area. Oh, good. Yeah, but you weren't the K97 secret Halloween Me? house? No, yeah. I was I was not the secret Halloween house. No, I wasn't. If we if I was, if they had asked me, I was going to tell Lorenzo to go around to the front door and knock and ask me and be like, there you go, babe. <laughs> that doesn't make it easy. Uh, things you need to know coming up at 7.05. There's a story about the Edmonton International Airport uh, and some uh, groundbreaking. Uh, it might be a first, you know, as far as drone delivery. I always thought that airports and drones were kind of, you know, water and oil sort of thing. Yeah, I, I didn't think they were supposed shouldn't. to be in the area. Yeah, that's kind of it seems like kind of worse than than geese to me for airplanes. But uh, they've got a plan that uh, could make the Edmonton International Airport a, a hub for drone delivery, which would be groundbreaking in the industry, maybe the first of its type, sort of thing. So it's interesting kind of news. I was thinking drones. I've never really had any. Ex- I know what this what it sounds like when they crash. I've heard them. Cr- <laughs> I've heard them crash before. Uh, but we were talking earlier about drones, and maybe you could use a drone as an Uber because some of these can pick up as much as 181 kilograms and carry it 200 kilometers. So that's a little dicey, though, isn't it? Like you got like. You'd you know, want to make sure you were buckled in there pretty good. You got Aiden there working the controls who just came out of high school for 15 an hour, and he's on an edible, and he's carrying a Maytag freezer across the white mud. Something goes wrong, and then because he's checking a text, and poof, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Is is Aiden going to be the drone guy? It seems like there's a specific pod of people who are drone people. A lot of guys like that have a EY on the end of their name, like Stevie and Mikey. You know, they call each other. <laughs> Big uh, Star Wars and Avengers fan. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing, too, is you were talking about, you know, being able to get a, ho- a ride home after having a few pops on White Avenue. <laughs> If you could pick up 181 kilograms, which, I mean, that's bigger than... 400 pounds. Yeah, that's bigger than any person uh, for the most part. Uh, And why couldn't you just, like, can't, can't you... You don't have to stay on the ground. Can't you operate the drone yourself? Yeah, I mean, there's been lots of guys. There's lots of YouTube videos of guys making drone personal vehicles and stuff. It's completely illegal right now, but people are doing it anyway. Um, yeah, you could, but, you know, there's that whole, I don't know if you feel like getting dropped from uh, 30 or 40 feet in the sky. There's that. You know, Do you wow. really trust your drone that was made in China to carry your carcass all the way home at, you know, say five stories high? I'm more worried about, you know, the sound and the annoyance of it. I can't have a motorcycle that goes down White Avenue at a 80, 80 decibels, but we're just going to listen to the buzz of drones nonstop. Wait, can you get Vance and, Hi- can you get Vance and Hines pipes for your drone? <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Cash money in your pocket uh, could be for you. K97's $40,000 foreplay with Matt Credit could come at any time. Be listening for those four songs and uh, stay close to the phone. Uh, Minus two out on the way to plus four for a high today. Plus six tomorrow. And plus one, maybe a rain-snow mix expected for Sunday. Uh, Minus two to start your day. SWS Marine and... 
Atchison, your one-stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options. You can visit them online, swsmarinegroup.com. Big oil spill yesterday, and according to the media, covered an entire state the way they worded it. Keystone Pipeline was shut down after spilling one meters, one meters, one million liters of oil in North Dakota. Uh, That's a lot. It sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Then the initial estimate uh, says it's the biggest onshore crude spill for Keystone ever, and everybody got up in air. And then once you went down into the story and you rationally read it, it's 9,000 barrels, so essentially half an Olympic swimming pool. They've sent three skid steers should be fixed up by about noon today. <laughs> it still seems like a lot. It's like- a half a swimming pool, man. If that's the biggest spill to date, maybe we should highlight how safe pipelines real really are. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Like, way to highlight the crap out of that, but I digress little balance sometimes. Uh, Premier Jason Kenney heading off to Mexico City tomorrow for some meetings. He's hoping that this will lead to business growth and job creation in Alberta. There's a lot of meetings at Senior Frogs. And uh, uh, trying to connect the two is uh, yeah confounding to some people, I suppose. Uh, he says he wants to make it clear that Alberta is open for business. Shame about that whole Encana thing. <laughs> You know, where one of the oldest energy companies in the country has now left and made its uh, new home. Yeah, new home in the United States because they figured that Canada's energy sector is not welcome to foreign investment. So, uh, Kenny is also going to speak at the Trilateral Commission's North American Summit meeting. Right. So, I'm sure that will be riveting as well. Mexico is beautiful at this time of the year. Who wouldn't want to go? 63-year-old Calgary man just became the province's newest multimillionaire. He uh, walked away with the largest Lotto Max jackpot Alberta has ever seen. Hmm. He he won 60, uh, 63 million bucks. Nice. A million bucks for every year that he was born. Or been alive, rather. Right. That's a lot of money. Uh, news reporters all clamored to see what he was going to do, and, and this is what happened. You, if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay, that that's not sound, good. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a 63-year-old guy to me. That's, was that the guy? No, that was just a funny clip. Oh, but what the... he said he was going to do was far <laughs> less funny. He had a month to think about this. He won this back on October 4th, and then when they asked him the big question... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'll probably put it in the bank. And have one cool thing to say. I, 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 I was so pissed. Like, come on, man. Well, mate, it's his business. You could have had some fun thing. I'm taking the family to Disney World. You just won $63 million. You go and fulfill your obligation. You do the press thing. Maybe you don't want to share. uh, Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to pay off this. You know, lay lay out your entire financial plan, maybe. Skip the dishes for everybody in the room. (laughs) The Edmonton International Airport has entered into an agreement with Drone Delivery Canada that may make it the world's first regularly scheduled drone delivery service from an airport. Kind of interesting. Groundbreaking, the uh, Sparrow is the company's smallest drone model, capable of flying a few kilometers at a time. Uh, It can carry a payload of up to 4.5 kilograms. So most of the things that you order uh, uh, for your sim racer. 
Uh, the service is supposed to start next year. It's going to carry goods to customers on the prairies and across the north. The company also has the Falcon, you know, so the Sparrow and the Falcon, which is the medium uh, sort of Drive. size one, yeah. uh, can carry 22 kilograms of cargo and fly 60 kilometers. So I'm guessing that would probably be the one that is going to be making the deliveries for you, Pete. Uh, and then there's the Condor, which can carry 181 kilograms in a payload, uh, as far as the payload is, is concerned, and it travels 200 kilometers. <laughs> Don't you have to have these things in sight, like when you're flying them? No, oh, there's cameras on them. Oh, okay. And they're also GPSed. All right. Like down to the the like you know the inch. There's 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 technology. This isn't Radio Shack. I never said. <laughs> what, there's no of, wire? Yeah, the giant antenna that gets bent every time your kid uses it. <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Well, happy November 1st, or as they say in Montreal, happy Halloween. Joyeux Halloween. Yeah. Uh, every November 1st, you see on social media all of the pictures of the great costumes that have come around the neighborhood and so on. And, and uh, uh, perusing the Internet this morning, Pete found a picture of a young girl dressed up. And we shared it on our uh, Facebook page. It's a drink box, water bottle sort of thing. <laughs> she and dressed up as the Trudeau Truce drink box. Right. So, uh, <laughs> naturally, we, uh, we found... And it was... Like the source for this was uh, one of our sister stations, a guy who works in in BC, and then uh, Pete put it up on our page, trying to see if we could find out where this was from. It turns out it's local. Yeah. And we were able to get through to Jessica, the mom who put it all together. Jessica, how did uh, how did your daughter come up with this? So we had been driving around town over the course of a few weeks, and she had seen there was quite a few of these juice box um, stickers in the backs of some of these truck windows. And she's like, Mom, what's up with all these juice boxes in the of these truck windows? And I said, well, honey, it's not a juice box. It's actually a really funny kind of a meme. And she knows what a meme is. You know, right. And uh, so I showed her the video of the speech that Trudeau had made. And uh, <laughs> she's like, that's pretty funny. That guy runs our country. <laughs> a 10-year-old like, well, said. You know, it's okay. People get their words mixed up all the time. And she's like, yeah, but he should be better at talking to people and doing speeches than that. And I was like, oh, touche. I said, well, do you want to, you, you know, you could be a, a water box drink thingy for Halloween. She's like, yeah, let's do that. And then I just found the materials I needed and made it. And it turned out to be this crazy viral. I wake up this morning, my friend texts me. She's like, did you see this? I was like, no. And lots of people were asking to take her her picture, and I had no problem with it and whatnot. And am I going to be famous? I'm like, well, for, you know, 15 minutes. But, yeah, no, it, it was a lot of fun for her. And the well, parents were laughing when we were out last night. That's what I wanted to ask you. What was the reaction to most oh. people when she came, when they opened the door? The response was hilarious. Like, some people, you know, totally recognized it right away and burst out laughing and, you know, good job, and gave her extra handfuls of candy and whatnot. <laughs> she, uh... She did pretty well for her spoils last night, that's for sure. But, no, she had a really good time, and and uh, she's pretty excited that her picture has been shared all these times. So she, she has an understanding to some degree, of course, but uh, 
for her. She's she's done. She's a kid. She had fun doing it. So. Well, it's definitely getting shared. I found it in British Columbia from a oh, friend. Oh my word! Yeah, from a friend of mine who uh, works at one of our sister radio stations down there. So then I yeah. I did what everybody does on the internet. I stole it and, yeah, and sure. I put a meme on top of it and posted it on ours. And in like forty seven minutes, it's been shared over three hundred times already. So oh, she saw the picture too that was posted to your page, and she goes, "So what do I win?" <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, you, you get bragging rights is what you get. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, okay, yeah. uh, great job on the costume. And what's your Thank daughter's you. name? Her name is Malia. Oh, Malia. Well, a terrific job, Malia, and a great idea. And thanks for being on with us this morning, Jess. Well, you have a great morning. Thanks so much for the call. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco. On Classic Rock, K-97. Sometimes the unexpected things go viral, and trying to plan something to go viral. Never is, works, man. No. No. Uh, we've got Jessica back on the phone. Jessica, Malia heard, uh, heard us talking to you about her costume. That was wonderful, you guys. She was so excited to hear. What? Is she around by chance right now? She's up, you said? She is. She's up. She's around, and she's just getting ready. She's got about eight minutes to head outside to catch the bus. Can we talk to her? Talk to her real quick. Sure, can no we problem. just talk to her for like one minute? For sure. One second. Okay. Hi. Hi, hi, Malia. Congratulations on your con, uh, your costume. It was uh, terrific, and uh, and everybody you. everybody loves the picture. Uh, we talked we talked to your mom, and and you asked her what you won. And, yeah. And she said, "Well, nothing." Yeah. Well, we we've decided that we're going to give you like we had our K ninety seven secret Halloween houses last night, where if people went up and asked if it was the secret Halloween house, they had a chance to get a hundred dollars. Well, one of the houses nobody asked, so we have a hundred dollars left over, so we're going to give that to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> So, so you got like seventy five thousand pounds of candy and a hundred dollars. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. Is and that the most money you've ever had? Um, I've actually gotten a hundred dollars before. But oh, oh well, <laughs> amazing. It, it, we're we're happy to be your second hundred dollars. <laughs> Thank you. Put your mom back on the phone, will you? Okay, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, you bet. Just, Hi there. Hi, Jess. What, what did you do? One of our uh, K97 secret Halloween houses that we uh -huh. had last night where people were supposed to go up and ask if uh, it was the secret Halloween house, nobody uh -huh. asked, so we had $100 left over. So, oh, no way. So we just... I didn't. Yes. Yeah, we gave it to her. So we gave it to oh, her. Oh, you guys are... Um, she's got... Tears of joy in her eyes, putting her boots on to catch the bus. Oh, that's great. Thrilled. You made her day. Uh. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. What are you chuckling about over there, You're Chuckles? You're thinking Boudreaux, not Bordeaux. This whole time I was clues, cruising down <laughs> Boudreaux. Huh. I thought I was cultivating <laughs> life on Bordeaux. <laughs> Well, now my fancy $120 photo radar ticket doesn't seem so nice. Yeah, I, I suppose not. Uh, we have minus two for a start to the day on the way to plus four uh, and plus six tomorrow. So it's going to be decent. The problem is Sunday, a um, chance of rain, snow mix and a high of only one degree. So you got a half and half weekend coming at you. SWS Marine in Atchison is your one-stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage. 
storage options. And you better do it soon. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. Well, it's uh, it's it's an oil spill, and people are making this out to be bigger than it really is. All the media is covering this as the largest oil spill in history off uh, or onshore, and it's the Keystone Pipeline. It leaked over a million liters of oil. Now, I know that sounds huge. It does. It seems like a lot, considering my truck only holds like 100 liters. That's right. a million liters. Yes, but when you rationally look at it, it's about 9,000 barrels, and it's about half of an Olympic swimming pool. So it's like an above-ground Olympic swimming pool kind of situation. <laughs> above <laughs> The above-ground Olympics? Yeah, the above-ground Olympics. <laughs> It's okay. for the conscious friendly. Uh, uh, anyway, so it's going to take very little time to clean up. And I thought instead of highlighting, oh, my God, it spilled. If that's the biggest spill they've had to date, maybe we should be like, dude, how awesome are pipelines? That's it? This is the only spill we've had to deal with? Go pipelines. Well, it's not the only spill. It's just... The, for Keystone, it, it's the biggest, I guess, in there. Yeah, the biggest. It's the only one this week. Does it come across like I'm from Alberta at Just all? a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just uh, they're learning a little bit more about you people who might be tuning in for the very first... Flexing that bird of pride worldwide. <laughs> well, there's, there's nothing wrong with having the pride, but uh, there is the whole... Still safer than rail. Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, Premier Jason Kenney heading to Mexico City tomorrow for some meetings. Caliente. Yeah, sure, sure is. You know, it's funny. Kenny came down with the budget, and uh, Don Iveson had to cancel his trip to Holland because oh, all no. hell had broken loose. But uh, I guess Jason's still going to Mexico. He's heading down there hoping to, uh, you know, drum up some business growth, job creation here in Alberta. I don't know how the what the correlation is exactly, but he says he wants to make it clear that Alberta is open for business. Shame about that whole Encana thing that happened yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so there you go, Jason. It's a beautiful time to be in Mexico too. Hey, you see this? The province says it's going to keep waging war on the mountain pine beetle. Uh, it oh, yeah. bumps up spending to thirty million dollars a year for the next four years. Thirty million dollars for beetles. It's crazy. It's actually needed, though. If you've taken any time to go through Jasper, you can see how devastating it is, and it's turned it into a, a tinderbox uh, of kindling. So the money's going to be used to manage programs, help cut the spread of the beetle, and limit damage it does to trees. Now there's been reports, too, that it's starting to spread out and, and come into Edmonton, too. Stop the spread of the beetles, please. $30 million. Is that enough to get rid of Ringo Starr? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with, we need a Beatle tax. <laughs> uh, well, there is a, a Beatles song called The Tax Man. So. Uh, Edmonton International Airport has entered into an agreement with Drone Delivery Canada. They uh, may make it the world's first regularly scheduled drone delivery service from an airport. Usually, airports and drones kind of don't mesh because, you know, they're about as dangerous as Canada geese. A little more metal going through the uh, the old jet engine. Not yeah. a good thing there. Uh, the, but they've got uh, things figured out there. They're <laughs> Hold on. I'm just thinking sitting there. You're really excited about your delivery. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. my right. TV went through a jet. Right through the turbine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I guess they're going to start with just local <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Settle down there, Festus. So they're going to start with local delivery around... <laughs> Around the uh, air airport, uh, you know, things with this Sparrow drone, the company's <laughs> smallest drone capable of flying a few kilometers, 
uh, and carrying a payload of 4.5 kilograms. And then as it develops and as they get things figured out, the service is going to start, you know, uh, going out to people across the prairies, northern Alberta and that sort of thing. They've got the Falcon, which can carry 22 kilograms and fly 60 kilometers. And then the Condor, which is the granddaddy of them all, right now anyway, uh, carry 181 kilograms, a total of 200 kilometers. I guess uh, that would have to be there and back. So it's <laughs> an awfully heavy TV. I, I'm just trying to get it together about thinking about Amazon packages going through jet engines and it's making me laugh too hard. Imagine you were getting like live hamsters or something. <laughs> Sorry. You can't order live hamsters <laughs> online, you can, can you? You can get pet shift. Oh, no, Fluffy! <laughs> the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete, Pete Patipco. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. 816, so uh, it's, it's time change weekend here this weekend. Fall back. Daylight saving time. Uh, and it's daylight saving, yes, it's singular. Uh, interesting, though, that yesterday in B.C., they introduced the legislation that is going to rid them of daylight saving time. Well, good or, for well, them. It's going to rid them of the time change. I grew up in Creston, B.C., and it's right on the timeline in between uh, uh, Cranbrook and uh, and Salmo, basically. Yeah. The time change is, is uh, halfway between Cranbrook and Creston. Uh, at one time of the year, and then it's uh, right at the top of the Salmo Creston cutoff, the the summit, at another time of the year. So Creston, the time never changed in Creston. Just oh, okay. everything around it changed. It kind of like Saskatchewan, right? Yeah. So what they did was they introduced legislation yesterday in the B.C. legislature in Victoria to do away with the time change twice a year. And so they're going to have two cycles still. So they'll change this weekend. They'll fall back. Mm. And then in the spring, they'll spring forward again. Mm -hmm. But then that will be it. That'll be their fight. They're springing forward one last time. And that's yeah. where they live. There's a lot of critics that are saying that they haven't really thought this through because there's going to be all kinds of business stuff and scheduling things and everything from dealing with back east to sports uh, sort of uh, schedules and, and that sort of stuff. So, And then there was, uh, of course, when the NDP was in power here, mm. there was that young uh, member of the Legislative Assembly who introduced it and everybody started talking about it. And, well, <laughs> I'm using my quotey fingers when I say everybody started talking about it. But what do you think? Is this something that uh, registers with you? or do you? I really... honestly couldn't care, to be fair. Either right. way, I, I know this was all developed for farmers originally, was it yeah. not? So they get more time to get to their crops and stuff. Mm -hmm. I work in a climate-controlled radio station with fluorescent lights. So as a selfish individual, I guess I really don't care. Yeah. But, I mean... Is there a benefit to stopping this? Like, why, why? Why? I mean, all right, we've already all adapted it. We get it. We're changing. Why? Why go against the grain, BC? Why go? Well, never mind. It's BC. But well, here's the thing to think about: Saskatchewan doesn't change. No. No. And now, with BC introducing this legislation and potentially them nodding, cha not mm -hmm. changing, then that would mean that we would be bookended by two provinces that don't change, and we would be changing back and forth twice. So now we've got to deal with Wexit and time exit too, because we're not going to be part of that. <laughs> time 
exit, yes. <laughs> time exit. Time exit. Time, time yeah. exit. It's, time uh, exit. It keeps a licking, but keeps on uh, leaking. Uh, now, the, the thing about it is, BC is going to implement the changes to stay on daylight saving time. But then there are the experts. There's, a, there's actually a scientist who came out with this and said, if Alberta was to follow suit, it wouldn't make any sense for us to stay on daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. It would be more beneficial for us to go on standard time instead of saving time. Uh, and the reason for that would be in the winter, sunrise in Edmonton wouldn't be till 10 a.m., and you're like, you know, 10.30 in Grand Prairie, 11 o'clock, 11.30 in Fort McMurray, and, and that sort of thing. It's so. uh, it's already confusing enough just trying to set my clock on the damn coffee machine. This is all way over my head here now. And you're talking to me about technology with drones and stuff? You can't change the clock on your coffee machine and you're giving me a hard time about... <laughs> well, it's a boomer piece of technology, that's why. Seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven. Is is the time change a thing? Like, is it something that should be dealt with, or do you just not give a rat's ass? You just kind of uh, twice a year we change our clocks. Let it identify whatever time it feels like. <laughs> Here's twenty nineteen for you. Now more of the all new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K ninety seven. Hello K ninety seven. Who's this? Morning, gentlemen. It is the Hammer. Yes, Hammer. Yes. Who else would call you so frequently? Anyways, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just so used to this daylight savings that uh, wouldn't it screw you up to start not doing it now? Well, yeah, I don't know. And it's, is it, are we going to be the same time as Saskatchewan and BC now? Or are we going to be, like, I, it's, I find it confusing to tell you the in, truth. In winter, like this time of year, I kind of like the fallback thing, but the spring ahead part, not so much. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but like, what do you guys? Are you are you against it or for it? I we kind of touched on that. We don't really care. We just kind of accept it. I we guess. just got to a point where our technology does this for us. Why f this up anymore? Yeah, my phone changes, my truck changes, my car changes. The only thing that uh-huh. I have to change is the stupid coffee maker made by the baby boomers who stole my childhood. How dare you! <laughs> Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. If you're going to the Sunday Soul service at the Newcastle Pub on 50th Street from 3.30 till 7.30 on Sunday, first of all, remember, you turn your clock back uh, Saturday night. That's right. It's a long weekend. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then Todd Croshaw, our pal from the Rock and Roll Society of uh, Edmonton and the Center for Arts and Music, they're doing the big head shave to raise money for the Center for Arts and music, so that's happening on Is Todd Sunday. gonna shave his locks? Todd Todd Groshaw, yeah. Yeah, Oof. he's got the beautiful can, head of hair yeah, too. You wow. can you can donate to make help make that happen at the Sunday Soul Service. So awesome. Uh you're uh, taking all kinds of phone calls and getting all kinds of great ideas for uh, the nine the top yes. nine at nine from people from K ninety seven listeners. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love it. It's a it's a fun way to interact with the listeners too, because you end up getting great ideas and some ideas. Mm, 
okay, maybe we'll shelf that one for a bit and come back to it. See You'll if we put can, it in the margins? See if we can <laughs> yeah, massage it perhaps a little bit. Yep. But uh, then there's other stuff you get. People are texting you all the time. Oh, did, you, did somebody text you a power move yesterday? A Peepa Tipco power move? <laughs> it was the best. So you want to avoid the kids eating all the Halloween candy on you. Mm-hmm. He took a, uh, a large freezer bag of mixed vegetables. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. as you would, you know, yeah. the, the beans and the peas and the carrots and all that right. jazz. Emptied it out, obviously, and then filled her up with Halloween candy, put the zip tie on the top of it, and shoved it back in the freezer. Wow. <laughs> like, see, now that's awesome. That's a power move. I thought it was fantastic. The so, only way to make that better would just be not having kids whatsoever to start with. 